Hello, and welcome to another episode of mm, Chicks Notes Hot Takes, <laughs> the Story Screen Presents podcast where we go see a movie and then come right back to the mic with, with our, with our, up, up, uh, ow, 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 really spicy takes. Jeez. That's how you're supposed to introduce these, right? You had me worried there for a minute. So I, I burnt myself. The takes are so spicy with this. The movie we're talking about today, no one likes, and we liked it. So Wait, no one likes it? It's not getting a great reputation. Oh, I had no yeah, idea. Some people suck. I don't know. But oh. I'm Mike Burge. I'm joined today by Diana DeMuro. Hey, yo. And we are here to talk about the new Jeff Banana joint. I know it's Baina, but... Baina? Baina. Bezos? Baina? Donna? Baina? Jeffrey Baina. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Banana. Um, spin me round. Spin me round. Spin me round. Um, really? It it didn't get good reviews. It's getting like averaging. Everyone's like, eh, it's okay, you know. Which I guess is fine. Like we really uh, liked it because we just had like a really good time laughing at it. it yeah. 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 Uh. But yeah, we're, we're here to talk about spin me round. Uh, before we get too into it, uh, if you don't know, uh, Story Screen uh, presents. Has a whole slew of other shows that you can watch on any podcast feed. Listen to, actually, on any podcast feed. We have a YouTube channel that you can watch stuff on. And we have a website, storyscreenbeacon.com, where you can read stuff on. So depending on how you like to take in your dorky nerd criticisms, we've got you pretty much covered. Uh, I think we're going to actually start using stars soon. Like we're going to be putting our film reviews up in the stars, the night sky. So that you can, Stars. yeah, so that you can gaze upon up there and see what I thought of the new Elvis movie. I really thought you were talking about, like, the film channel. With a Z? Stars with a Z? Stars. Stars with a Z. Yep. Drowns. Um, Drowns. Drowns. Uh, so we are, you can check all those things out. Follow us on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon. Follow us on Twitter at story underscore screen. And also visit our movie theater. Um, you know, we got a fucking movie theater uh, in Beacon, New York, called <laughs> Stories from Beacon Theater. And you can go there and you can see some movies. Spin Me Round is a movie that we're playing right now um, at the release of this guy. Uh, yeah. We'll play it for a couple more days, but because then we're going to get the new, um, the new Africa horror crime action movie, Salem, which I'm very excited about. Uh, so it's playing for a little bit longer, but let's start talking about Spin Me Round. Um, me and D were really interested in seeing this one because we are a big fan of some of the director's other works. We like, well, like the ones that we've seen. I was, yeah. yeah. Preface that Go with, ahead. I like the ones, all the ones we've seen. Yep. So we haven't seen them all. Yeah, we but. haven't seen Life After Beth, which is like his big breakout one. Um, but we saw Joshi and both loved it. Yeah. And I think it made both of our lists that year for our top 10. Joshi's also like incredibly disturbing and very sad and sad and unfortunately stars Thomas Middleditch who is no longer fun to like oh really? yeah he's like the dark mirror universe of Leonardo DiCaprio and like the pussy posse no way like he wears like fedoras and stuff and just like goes in are you sure it's not on his purpose like fake? no no apparently he is like a pretty like no way uh, what's that? What's that big fucking Garfield looking motherfucker's name? T.J. Miller. Really? Like, it's, it's a lot like him. Where it's like, ah, oh, this guy's just kind of toxic. But he doesn't have that kind of energy. Although, I'm just saying this from stuff that I have heard. I, like, you know, I, oh. I've never met the guy, which is unfortunate too, because he's in one of my favorite short films of all time. Yeah, I've shown many, many times. All's Fair. Yeah, I highly recommend looking that up. It's 
seriously fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, The Little yeah. Hours is kind of disturbing in its own right, but really funny. And Jeff Bana uses a lot of the same actors in his films. And I didn't know, I just read right before that he and Aubrey Plaza got married in 2021. But uh, she is in a lot of his films. So uh, so is Alison Brie. So is Molly Shannon. He's got kind of like a round robin, mm-hmm. pretty sweet cast. Nick Kroll. Alex Ross Perry, notoriously, is in... Joshi, Alex Ross Perry is, the, is like the director of like Her Smell and stuff like that. Right. He's like fantastic, fantastic writer director. So it's just really weird that he's also like one of the group of friends in Joshi. Highly recommend Joshi. Highly recommend Little Hours. Yeah. Um, but uh, Spin Me Round's got his pretty good stacked cast as well because it's yeah. got Zach Woods, who you might know from the newer American Office or Silicon Valley. It's got Tim Heidecker. It's got some really funny. People that I didn't know, like Debbie Ryan, who I'd never really seen in anything. And she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also got Ego Nawodam from Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live. And Aiden Mayeri, who I didn't know, but is also very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got Ben Sinclair from High Maintenance, who recently was... Oh, I actually can't say that. Yeah, don't talk about that. That's true. I can't say that. Yeah. It's got Alessandro Nivola. Alessandro Nivola, bless his little heart. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. Castro Troy's younger brother himself. Um, It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's a great cast. Everybody works out really good. The movie, you know, it's a rom-com, essentially, that utilizes, like, anti-comedy and dark comedy to, like, kind of baffling effect. Uh, I feel like it's kind of not only making fun of romantic comedies and like... But it's also making fun of the Olive Garden. It's making fun of the Olive Garden a lot, but it's also kind of making fun of itself. Like, I feel like the movie is not taking itself too seriously. It's a very silly premise about a bunch of managers at an Olive Garden adjacent uh, thing called Tuscan Grove. Uh, Like a restaurant that just serves like, you know, cheese that's in a bag that you squeeze out onto microwave pasta and stuff. They, They pick a bunch of managers... To get flown out to Italy uh, for like a week long seminar, you know, at like the headquarters of the company. And they end up meeting like the owner, played by Alessandro Nivola. Alison Breeze, our main character. Alison Breeze, our main character. She's, she's the one who qualifies for this. And, cute, and she's doing awesome that thing, thing. In her head where she's like, mm-hmm. you know, nervous she's, energy. She's like, mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, Zach Woods, like you said, is there. Uh, fun fact about Zach Woods is that they're probably going to name, rename the Oscars after him. They will be called Zach's pretty soon because he's one of the best actors in the world. Um, <laughs> he's every great single, in this, every he's great single in this. thing that he does in this movie made he's, me laugh so fucking hard. He's great, and he's so tall. He's very tall. <laughs> It's played played to great comedic effect in this. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, his lankiness and his kind of um, his goofy character, his goofiness, his his kind of like sensitivities, his sensitive drawings. Yeah, um, of the landscape. Yeah, it's it. it the movie is uh, it's really kind of about nothing. You know, there's a little bit of like commentary in there about like you know 
uh, toxic masculinity and like gaslighting and stuff like that. But like, again, the movie never really takes it all that seriously because like characters figure it out so quickly, mm. you know, like I'm not trying to get into spoiler territory this early on. We do non-spoilery talk first, but it really is like Tim Heidecker's character is like a perfect example of just like, he's just like this bro who thinks that he knows everything and is immediately always trying to like one up anybody, even if like, that's not a thing that needs to happen. Sure. But like that never really, you know, that that's never really kind of like a, a huge character point. It's just like, well, that's the bit. So whenever we're doing scenes, that's the that's the character motivation for that. But it doesn't always have to lead into it. Yeah. And I feel like all the characters are kind of doing that, especially Alessandro Nivola, who I think is just like having a great time just kind of being this. This Olive Garden, like, CEO. Yes. Who's, like, equal parts charming and good-looking, but kind of, like, awful. Yeah, just kind of, like, a bad dude. Yeah, and I kind of like it because it's... The tone's set pretty early on that Alison Brie's character is really just, like... She... You know from the get-go that she is not really happy in her life, Amber. And then she qualifies for this trip... And she thinks it's going to be really exciting. And her and her roommate, played by Ego, are like, I think you're going to fall in love. And it's sort of like this romantic premise of going to Italy, eat, pray, love, you know, under the Tuscan sun, like all those stereotypes. And then from the beginning, you're like, wait, it's it's Olive Garden. It's yeah. Olive Garden Italian. Yeah. It's not real they Italian. Never, they never verbally make fun of that. Which I think is really funny. Which like you see, great. you see like the bags of like of like Alfredo, Alfredo sauce. sauce being squeezed out, and you're like, that's disgusting. But like, it's not like the characters are like, oh, this sucks. I can't believe they actually take like they all have like an awkward amount of pride in they what they do. do, which is fine. Like if you're the the regional franchise manager of that Olive Garden, like you probably had to work pretty hard to get to that point, and sure. you take it seriously. Like or that's it's become the norm. Or it's become the norm. But it's I, I do like that they never make fun of it. And Tuscan Grove is an amazing, like, alternate Fake reality restaurant. Olive Garden yeah. name. With with awesome commercials. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, and as someone, you know, as like, you know, the pasta night boy, you know, I, I, I love a good, like, you know, not the bed. Like, I like a good, like, you know. Putting my fingers and my thumbs together. <laughs> I feel like a good a little, uh, mm. mispronouncing of oh, Italian yes. words. One hundred percent. I can vouch I, the, for that. The more disrespectful, the better. You know, as far you as like I'm concerned, that's dropping as many syllables as possible. Yeah, mozzarella, ragut, ragut. Yeah, I know these things. Gabago. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of that in here. Uh, again, especially coming from Alessandro Nivola, who's kind of like putting on this kind of air of sophisticated. Italian man um, and you know we'll get into more of like where that's at with the spoilers and stuff like that because there is a turn in this movie that I didn't really see coming uh, from the trailers and stuff like that I figured it was going to go somewhere but it really kind of leaned into a more genre specific thing later on Mm. that I kind of found refreshing I've seen a lot of reviews that kind of point that genre flip is kind of where the movie either loses them or starts to get them. And for me, it was like, 
I was already with the movie and I also like the flip chain. So I was just kind of like coasting with it. Sure. You know, like, I don't know if I could have maybe held out for like another half an hour, 40 minutes of just like the regular rom-com. I think it was short and sweet. I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. But but I did appreciate the genre twist and I think it's really funny. And I think it's, it just, it it gives the movie a nice little boost of energy towards the end. Sure. Yes. Fred Armisen's in it. He's Mm -hmm. great. It's good. Fred Armisen's in it. Yeah. He's in The Little Hours as well. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Good movie. I think it's fun. Yeah. You want to get into spoilies? Yeah, man. Go see it. Go see the movie. Uh, You know, I'm sure you're going to be able to catch it on a streamer very soon and stuff like that. It's a a small IFC released I mean, if if you liked Joshi or The Little Hours, you will like this. Mm -hmm. It's that type of sense of humor. So, Also, too, if you don't know, uh, for all you little... um, streamer geeks out there so amc now has full streaming rights to ifc and oh. ifc owns shutter so if you've been spending five dollars a month on shutter for amazon now you can just pay nine dollars a month and you'll get amc shutter and ifc i just swapped on over and i'm loving it wow it's pretty good you just gave more money to those guys but okay well, yeah AMC. yeah AMC a little bit okay a little bit okay 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 uh, all right, cool. We'll take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back with spoilies. Spoilies. And we're back to talk spoilies. For Spin Me Rat. Hee 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 hee. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what Robbie does? He gets, like, kind of like mischievous no. about the spoilers? Tee hee hee. Yeah, he gets, like, tee hee hees. No? I don't remember. Uh, spin me around so you know major kind of like spoiler on it that is hinted at in the trailer but it like obviously there's something up with Mr. Grove there's something up with uh, Alessandro Nivola's character where he's not on the level he's a little skeevy he's skeevy he's kind of like saying all of these yeah, things if, if you see the like, trailer yeah. you see that his assistant is played by Aubrey Plaza mm. what's her name I can't remember now What's the, the character's name? Yeah, Aubrey uh, Plaza's Aubrey character. Plaza. <laughs> uh, it's Cat, and Cat is hired to be Mr. Tuscan Grove Nick assistant. And during all these various seminars, which are really them just sitting around in circles doing trust falls and watching the one head chef make something, um, she comes and taps uh, Allison Bree's character to. Take her out. Mm -hmm. And it's really to bring her to Nick's yacht so she can spend the day with the founder of Tuscan Grove. Yes. And hopefully in Nick's eyes for some romanticness. Yeah, which the romanticness seems to happen because Alison Brie's character is kind of like really kind of caught up in this whole Italian escape. And she already like, we see her watching the commercials for the... For the restaurant with her roommate, and they both like are saying that they think he's dreamy, blah blah blah. So well, I she, mean, he looks like Alessandro Novola. So yeah, like, so yeah, she, he's pretty... she already finds him to be attractive mm. and is enamored with the attention and the glamour. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, it is insinuated that they um, they get to it on there, but it's also not like full on. Like it's like. I had a great time, blah, blah, blah. But we cut away and then we're back and they're back on the dock. So it's like, well, 
could have gone all the way kind of thing, right? Like, I'm not confused in this where it was, like, never really outwardly stated. Yeah, I don't know. I they, wasn't quite if sure. they did or didn't. I think they maybe fooled around a little, they made out. Little They're yeah. swimming. They're adults. You know, you know. who knows? They may, they may or may not have gone full Monty, but I think it's it's implied that, you know, he's, like, he invites her out later on to come to a party mm-hmm. he pays for her to get a nice dress he creepily says that he keeps saying that like you look just like my dead sister yeah his sister that just passed away mm-hmm. he's like really enamored with her because she reminds him of his sister mm-hmm. um yeah and it's creepy and it's creepy and more and more as more and more starts to happen uh you start to see that like, oh, like people are starting to disappear at the at the retreat. Yeah. Or like getting sick and stuff like that. But you also don't know how much of that is uh, like, you know, Nick's character kind of coming in and swooping in to grab all the girls and stuff like that. Because, you know, you have other characters in that group, like yeah. Molly Shannon's character and um, the other two women. And then you have Zach Woods and uh, Tim, Tim Heidecker. Heidecker. And you find out that they the both own, have they both lady, have names. lady names. I think it's Dana. It's Fran and Dana. And Fran. Yeah. Ambiguous names. And the, the, the scene where Allison Brie, because ex- we start, I'm getting ahead of myself. But yeah, you are. There's uh, a scene where. Allison Brie is like catching Tim Heidecker up, who has been absent from most of like the mysteries of the movie because sure. he's a douchebag. Right. And she kind of catches him up on the past 30 minutes. And one of the key points is like, because you have a lady's name and Tim and she keeps going. And Tim Heidecker's reaction is so funny because he's just like, you can tell like he's actually obviously never even considered right. Right. and does not believe it and is trying to figure out a way to argue with right. it. Right. Whereas like Zach Wood's character is like, I have ladies' name. Yeah, he, that's he's the one why that they discovers in, it. Yeah. They invited me on the trip because just, they didn't know that I was a man. It's and just so fucking. It's good, only man. women invited on this business retreat. What does he say? He when when they find out that the the top like main recipe chef of the Tuscan yes. Grove is there before they announce her name, which it's something like it's Liz Benz. It's Liz Benz, and he's like. Oh my God, is fucking Liz Benz here? Yes. And then they introduce her and he like looks at her and he goes, holy shit. Like the way he says, holy shit. It's yeah. So His character's so good because he's so clearly enamored with them and like the job and like them as celebrities. And he just, he, he, he studies their house. Like he just yeah. kills the sincerity yeah, so of like good. the sentimentality of the whole thing where he's like, this is my life and my love. Right. And he's like about to meet his idols. Like mm-hmm. he's meeting like his favorite you know, baseball player or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then instead he's reading, he's meeting Alessandro Nivola, who's says, awesome. Yeah, he says, <laughs> he I says, love you. And he's like introducing himself. It's so good. It's so good. It's good. And it's like, it's simple jokes. Yeah. Executed just very well by pe- very funny people, obviously having a good time. The movie, you know, it's one of those types of movies where you can just tell everybody seemed to be having a really great time on there. They're all yeah. friends. Molly Shannon is coming awesome. In. Molly Shannon just like can be in any movie ever at all times. Yeah. It's great. Um, it's good. It's really it, just like the movie just is consistently funny and entertaining. And then we get to the big kind of flip where it's like all of these little things where it's like, is Nick like sleeping with all of the women starts right. turning into, Amber, wait, are they killing people? Yeah. So Amber is convinced initially that she's the sole 
prize woman. And yeah, then she thinks she's getting her romance novel. Right. And then Kat kind of tips her off like, no, I mean, he's skeevy. That's what he does. He's mm-hmm. just like, he wants to meet up with all these women. And then she's offended by that. But then one of the participants, Susie, does not come back from her day with Nick. Mm-hmm. We're also forgetting that Aubrey Plaza and Alison Brie kiss. Yes, they have a very fun night. And it's cool. Yeah. They have a fun night out where after going to this extravagant party where we meet Fred Armisen and other people, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> um, there's like a jealous girlfriend of someone that dances with Amber's character and they get chased off the property mm-hmm. and Kat takes her away for a fun night. And She does a good like alleyway ditch. Yep. It's like, it's like the really fancy food. Yep. From the dude, then asks for like a bottle of wine before the dude can come back. She's like, Scarf it down, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes. You know, she's showing her yeah. a good time on the town. Yes. The real, the real Italy. Oh, if, if anything, I was a little disappointed that her character didn't come back. See, now I'm disappointed she doesn't come back because she vanishes. More she gets Aubrey Plaza and anything fired. is good. But it's, I think it's really cool that she is just gone from the movie. Yeah. Because it really does press this point like she's gone. You're like, did he fucking kill her? Like what? Because like the yeah. the movie does try to sell you on this is going to become a horror movie, right? And they do it through a bunch of misdirects and stuff. Like you find out that one of the women has like a weird sleeping condition where she literally just looks like a dead body when she's asleep. Yeah, she's so when they see with her, her mouth wide open, wide open eyes like a gaze, like in a yeah. scream almost. And you know, uh, Zach Wood's character, um. His body is discovered bloody and stabbed and uh, seemingly dead. Right. Only for you to find out later that actually he got attacked by by wild pigs, which was planted earlier on in the movie because they were talking like as like a kind of throwaway joke, like what's so dangerous about Italy? And it's just like wild boars, boars for one. Um. And like, so the, you get this moment where like, it becomes this kind of mystery where you're just like, something's happening behind the scenes, maybe even more so than just Nick trying to like, you know, take advantage, get his, get his spaghetti buttered or whatever. Um, however, they, however they say it his, over there. His, yeah. You know, okay. Get his, get his, uh, I don't know what that is. Get his, uh, tortellini stuffed. Ooh. Hmm? Yeah. No. Okay. I got more. No. Just getting his. Parmesan grated. grated. Yeah. Ah, sure. It doesn't work as no? well. Okay. I'll the come stuff. Up, I'll end come on up the with stuff. more. I'm sorry. And on the um, stuff. The, uh, Getting his cannoli built. It's really good. It could be more than just like, oh, he's just trying to like get with these women. Like there right. could be something dastardly going on over here. As if that wasn't dastardly. Exactly. Enough. It's like yeah. it, it like brings it to like a next level where it's yeah. like, oh, this isn't just like, this isn't just like a sexual predator. This is like, a predator. Sure. He's like kidnapping people because you think it's kidnapping at first because like there's the book about kidnapping and all that. And then as soon as you find these dead bodies, it escalates to like, oh my God, they're killing people. Sure. And you stick in that movie for about like 10 minutes with Alison Brie and Tim Heidecker like running around. Right. The lights are red. But, it's like kind of like. To be fair, at one point she thinks Molly Shannon might be killing people. Exactly. Well, because that's, yeah, because Molly she's like Shannon is meds. like. Yeah. Probably bipolar, potentially, or something, and her loses her luggage and all of her medication, and so she kind of has a meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, Susie, the one girl, disappears, 
Uh, she's seen being driven off yeah, by she, Kat, and then she's just gone. She's gone until the very end of the movie. She mm-hmm. comes back. She was out. She met some she's dude. Chilling, yeah. She just left. It's all these like yeah. little things that kind of fall into place that like lead them to just believe other things. And I just found that to be like... It's fun. Super fun. Yeah. It turns into a whodunit for a bit that turns into a horror movie that then turns back into... Just like a rom-com. Orgy. With extra comedy. Yeah, it's revealed like one of the main reasons they've all been acting so weird is like he just wants all these people to come to the orgy if they want to. Yeah, which I feel like was planted pretty early on, but it like all of a sudden really dawns on you that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, because he has like lines earlier on that are very quick and maybe not pointed enough to like really pay attention to where he's just like... You know, just the release of just like a group. Yeah. You know, or, just like, mm, or everyone says to Amber throughout the movie, like, you seem so open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. They keep saying that to her. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And then it's like, you know, she uh, like there's earlier on the scene, in, early on in the movie, Alison Brie's character gets attacked by the girlfriend of like um, Fred Armisen's like son or something yeah. like that. Because the party. he's dancing with her. So it's like, it, it starts to bring in this whole like jealousy kind of thing. Or like, what are these people up to? What are they sure. doing? Because she's jealous yeah. when she starts learning that the other girls are also being brought to the yacht. And exactly. like that. Yeah. Because she was feeling special. Yeah. And, and Alessandro Nivola has an amazing scene where he comes in to try and like apologize to Alison Brie yeah. while they're playing a game of, um, they're playing Mafia. Uh, and he like does this amazing cry. <laughs> Forgot that about is that. Like, I like it's it's equal parts. Just like and Alessandra Nivola is just having fun, it's going so for it, going over the top, and just making you laugh. But also, you're like, this guy is such a weirdo. He would actually think that this is the way people cry, right? You know, like and he's there's no tears. There's no no. He's, and he's just, just making like, <laughs> he's making ridiculous it's, noises. Yeah, it's so good. It's no, so it's very good. good. It's, and that's like at the end of the day, the whole movie. I just had a blast watching it. I found out like, you know, like just like the reaction to it at the theater has been kind of mixed, which is fine. I feel like the movie was not advertised that much. So people kind of don't know what to expect when they go in to see it. Okay. And it's not really like a straightforward comedy. It's it's a lot of it is like kind of uh, anti-comedy. It's very awkward humor, but I like it. Awkward humor. Yeah. It's very like, you know, awkward humor is probably even like a better term, but you would think people would be into that by at this point. You know, it's stuff like The Office and, yeah. you know, like that's like that, that like made awkward comedy like a thing. But, sure. you know, if it's not, I feel like maybe the movie has a little bit too much faith in its audience to just really kind of grab onto the vibe that it's setting. Sure. And if you don't grab onto it, it's not your fault as an audience member. You're just kind of like, that might not be your speed. You yeah. Know? That might not be the type of movie that you like to see. I was just shocked because I hadn't heard anything about it. Me and you randomly went and saw it. We were the only ones in the theater. Burr, burr, burr. So we were just like <laughs> laughing our asses yeah, off. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm not somebody who won't laugh if there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. It's but just, like the fact that but, it was empty just really kind of opened it up to just like yeah. laugh out loud. Yeah, it was great. Every time Zach Woods like said something or looked at something like in yeah. a weird way. I liked also like towards the end of the movie, you know, I feel like Tim Heidecker wasn't in it as much as I thought he was going to be based on the trailer. But mm. then at the end of the movie, when he's just like, is this the point of the story where we kiss or something yeah. like that? And I was like, this is so great. Yeah, he's, it was good. 
I enjoyed. Yeah, I would have liked it if Aubrey Plaza showed back up at the end. It is insanely odd that she just like is gone. She's like, totally she's gone. Gone, and she yeah. doesn't come back. Yeah, the premise is that she was fired and she doesn't come back. So she just does not come back. And I did not expect the end to have Alessandra Nivola come back to Bakersfield, California. Oh, that's right. To we try talk and about that. last ditch offer Alison Brie the opportunity Which is to like go away with him. The end of like so many romantic comedies. Right. You know, it's right. It's Jerry Maguire. I thought maybe we'd have Aubrey Plaza show up at the oh, end. That would have been Instead, and that could have been a more realistic love interest, mm-hmm. you know, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That would be like if it was actually a romantic comedy and not a weird comedy. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, <laughs> what they're saying with it at the end of the day, I feel like is like, you know, with Alison Bree's character is there. It's she maybe is not too happy with her life and everything at the beginning, but like through the movie, she learns like, no, I actually like this job. Yeah. And, and she doesn't want the bullshit. Like, and she she doesn't want the bullshit. She's like, she, this job She squeezes the Alfredo at him. <laughs> she squeezes the Alfredo at him. Sque- he, he just wants to get his Alfredo squeezed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, and he brings her a baby turtle because he he's keeps been calling her baby turtle. turtle. Yeah. Just uh, so messed up. It's very. It, it, she's got that great line. She's like, "I don't want this. Yes. Like, I, yeah. I don't want this animal. Yeah. Please." And he's like completely like taken aback by it because he's like, "Wait, I had this whole thing planned. I flew over here. I got this present." And she's just like, "Seriously, I think you should just go because, like, um, yeah. Also, uh, you're my boss, right? And this is illegal." Yeah. And he's just like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. And he just gets shot he just down. did and not expect it. He can't turn away and leave. Like, he keeps, like, every, like... Being like, are you seconds, sure? Like, are you sure? Are you, are you sure? fucking with me? Or something like sure? that. And that's when she throws the, uh, the, the gross Alfredo. That's when she squeezes his Alfredo. Um, <laughs> and gets it all over him. And then he leaves and he ends up uh, getting stuck singing singing happy happy birthday birthday at like an old family, like a big family's kind of thing. Uh, It's pretty good. It's good. And then she uh, nukes the the Alfredo bag and just like goes back to work, stares at it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoyable. It's good. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's like she's learning that it's like she does like what she does and she can stand up for herself. You know, it's it's like an individuality kind of thing. It's the same stuff that you that like the characters are going to learn in something like Eat, Pray, Love, and Under the Tuscan Sun, and all these things. But she just learns in a very weird, <laughs> awkward comedy film kind of way, running from wild pigs and yeah. witnessing an orgy. Yeah, instead of like having her heart broken to teach her a lesson, she actually ends up kind of just taking control over her romantic life and being right. like, "I don't need this. I don't yeah. need you. You are this super rich dude that is very hot." But you're fucking creepy, man. Yeah. And like, you're dishonest. You're probably a baby turtle. And I look like your sister. And you go to orgies. Like, come on. I'm not in. Like, this is just not me. I'm not into this. And it really feels like she's not going to change herself to kind of find somebody that she can fall in love with, which is kind of more her MO at the beginning, where she's like, super nice. She'll do anything. She gives Molly Shannon all of her clothes. She's constantly being nice to everybody. Right. But then when she's just talking to her roommate, she's like, I can't fucking believe these people. They're so weird. Like, yeah. She's able to just finally be open and honest and and um, just like approach people how she feels comfortable doing it and not how they feel comfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah. I liked the fact that they did not have her and Zach Woods end up together <laughs> because it's kind of implied that like they're both very nice and they kind of bond over, you know, figuring out that something weird is going on yeah. and he gets injured and she's just kind of like, it's nice meeting you. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. it. So I, I thought that that was also good, you know, because it, it didn't have to be solved by her having somebody by the end of the movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, even though it does seem like Zach Woods is, is like, Perhaps. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's more like is, he's interested. Yeah. Which is realistic because if you solved a crime with Alison Brie, yeah. you would be like... Adorable. So... Would you like to hang can out? Can we like hang out? Yeah. yeah. Can we like hang out now? And like, I've got some spaghetti and some Alfredo bags. <laughs> Alfredo bags. Um, yeah. Any yeah. other closing thoughts? For me, no. I was just going to ask you that too. I mean, it's a very simple, direct movie. You know, you can't really... There's not a whole lot of layers. It's not the Shrek franchise. Um, you can't peeling the onion. Peeling the onion, or AKA. Oh, this is the know. joke. We could never remember the other one. I think it's all digging the swamp. I don't know. I don't man. know. Swamping. I, was, the, yeah, I don't know. No. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got a little bit of rain happening out there right now. Yeah, our gutters are full. Our gutters are full. So yeah, we'll wrap this up real quick. Um. Real quick, uh, you got nothing else? Nah. Nah. You got a Bodies, Bodies, Bodies article that's up on the website right now. That's really good. It's spoiler free. Because I tend to spoil stuff when I review it. So Mm -hmm. I tried real hard to not spoil it this time. Yeah. In case you want to go see it. Mm Because it's worth going to see. Yeah. Yeah, It's a really great movie. One of the best movies of the year. Also, like right now, we're playing 3,000 Years of Longing, Bodies, 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 and Spin Me Round at the theater. So, like, that's just like a... They're all good. Kick-ass fucking slate. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm working on my Movie Daddy Always uh, article that uh, I'm just about done with. That was a very weird movie to watch. And I thought it would be really easy because there's not a whole lot to talk about. And actually, it's an extremely fascinating like turning point in Spielberg's career because he makes it the same year as Last Crusade and right before he does Schindler's List and Jurassic Park. Weird. So it kind of is like... I mean, he does Hook in between, too. And okay, okay. I have this, I have this theory that... Are you going to cover Hook? Oh, yeah. I'm okay. going to do them all. But I have oh, this theory okay. that it's always Hook and Jurassic Park are like this trilogy of him growing up. Where it's like always is him dealing with divorce and having to be like someone Save and having it. to be an adult. Hey, hey, no, no, no. This is the good stuff. Hook is about him like trying to remember what it's like to be a kid. And Jurassic Park is truly him remembering like, no, this is fun. Play with dinosaurs kind of stuff. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Hmm. Save it for your article. Yeah, I will. Uh, and then you guys can read it on storiesfrombeacon.com. Um... All right. Other than that, we're all done. Uh, remember to uh, rate, review, subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts, is really good for us and getting our name out there for goes suggestions to other people. It goes way. a long way. You don't even have to actually like it. Just five stars and it's great. <laughs> and tell everybody else, too, to just like give it five stars. Um that they don't, even if they don't listen to it, like it would just be really nice of them. We'd really appreciate it. You can tell them it's my birthday. That's uh, not true, by the way. Yeah, but like lie. <laughs> They're not going to know. All right. Um, follow us on StoryScreen. Uh, go to storyscreenbeacon.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out all our showtimes and articles there. 
Uh, go on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon and at Twitter at story underscore screen. Follow us on all those things. We're also on Facebook, but we don't really do a whole lot there. And other than that, um, keep it cool. And I uh, hope you guys all get your manicotti stuffed. Mm-hmm.